does this thing work in? How's it going? It's going great. Ain't it? Yes. Welcome to this edition of Wednesday's show. We're going on two weeks. Yay. Two weeks of every day. Yep. That's our new schedule week, now. Monday through Friday. Our show pops at uh, 2 p.m., so be sure to be looking for us. Yay. Yep. We're here to encourage our listeners because we want you to be informed and become engaged. That's right. Rise up. That's becoming our mantra. But today we will be talking about big news with WWE and the UFC mergers. Trump wins New Hampshire. Then a Texas man was convicted in sentence for murder of two dentists. Also, this is interesting. Three Kansas City Chief fans die at an after-game party. On January the 7th. On January the 7th. So we'll be talking about that too. And before we get started, we have comments to read. Yeah. And and this was based on a little clip that you put out yesterday encouraging people, hey, if you're listening to our show, what's your what's your opinions or your thoughts on the Supreme Court? And the situation we have going on with the Supreme Court and their 5-4 ruling against the state of Texas. James and I want to thank you very much for commenting. That was so fun. We're going to be doing more of this, so be looking for it. So James is going to read one comment. Here we go. Yeah, our first comment says, Yeah, the Supreme Court has turned their back on the U.S. and Texas as a whole. And I got to say, I got to completely agree. That's kind of one of the things we've been talking about. Yes. Completely true. It's they really, have. It's really cool to see that uh, people are agreeing with us. Yeah. And that they're listening. That's really fun. Well, and, and, and to add to hers, what, what, what this user said, completely true. They've turned their back on the U.S. They've turned their back on Texas. And in my opinion and truth, from what I've seen go on, now we can say that the U.S. Supreme Court is openly aiding and abetting the facilitating of the illegal border crossers and the facilitating of human tra- uh, human smuggling. Am I wrong? I'd love mm. to hear your thoughts on that. Yes, there you go. So we'll have another comment section. Yeah, if you're if you're up for it, that would be fun. We really enjoy the comments. I will update you on that though. So far, Texas is continuing to set up razor wire despite the Supreme Court's ruling. Yay! Yeah. Yes. So they're, they're they're just taking a pass out of the Biden administration, ignoring the Supreme Court when they do stupid things. That's right, because Biden, yeah, he's he's ignored everything the Supreme Court said to him. Yep, he really has. And I have a comment from God Bless True USA on Getter, and they say ACB, which is Amy Coney Barrett, just slapped her kids in the face with a dishonest decision that will crush her kids future hmm. pretty much and, and it will because it will you, you've it, overpopulated mm-hmm. the country now um the education system is is ruined as it is now they're going to be even more overwhelmed you know and and now that there's going to be less opportunity for your kids because they've they're they're, they're basically moving in city populations of people every yes. month yes you know, but uh, her kids, I don't know, that maybe they go to private school, you know, and then they're not. You're talking about ACBs? Yeah. Yeah, maybe. So I, I wonder about this sometimes if maybe they don't really see outside the box. They're disconnected. They're yes, disconnected they are. with the American people. And I want to thank um, God Bless True USA for this because it really is broad and it and it really does affect all of our children. 
So thanks, everybody, for participating. We had a good time with this. Yep. But guess what? Y'all know, last night, Trump wins New Hampshire. Are you surprised? Not at all. <laughs> Not was, at all. He was funny last night. Um, so I'm going to read you a few uh, of his True Social posts. If you don't have True Social and you want to follow President Trump, please download True Social and follow him. Because he's funny. He'll keep you laughing. And then you'll end up voting for him. So, anyway, <laughs> he said, uh, Nikki came in last, not second. That was his first post. <laughs> and she did. And she did. And then he said an hour later, a very bad night for Nikki Birdbrain Haley, but not as bad as last week in Iowa where the, she came in a distant third. Next week in the Nevada caucus, she didn't want to play because of her bad polling. <laughs> she gets zero delegates. I get them all. In South Carolina, I'm leading by 30 to 50 points. <laughs> he says you get none. I get, get them all. You get none. <laughs> One of the things I, I do love about President Trump is he is very competitive. He is. <laughs> he does and not he... like to lose, and he wants to win by a huge margin. Yes, it, so, it's got to be the greatest ever. And the know? greatest yeah. ever. Yeah. I just beautiful. love him. Did you see my vote total? It was beautiful. Yeah. It, it was beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do Trump, so I'm not even going to try. Right. Yeah. Me neither. Me yeah. neither. And then, let's see. Let's read another one because he's entertaining. Okay, here's one uh, that was an hour after that. I don't need any advice from Rhino. Kaylee McEnany on Fox just had a giant victory over a badly failing candidate, Birdbrain, and she's telling me what I can do better. Save your advice for Nikki, he said. <laughs> Sit down and hush, woman. Yeah. 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 You don't know what you're talking about. Sit down and hush. <laughs> and then he says, I'm going to read this one last one and then we're going to move on. CNN and MSDNC treated my big double digit victory over Birdbrain better than Fox. <laughs> that's bad that's when you know Fox has turned on you all they are is Nikki Haley Nikki Haley Nikki Haley yeah. the number one thing trending on True Social today is hashtag never Nikki never just letting Nikki. you know that's cool <laughs> and, and one of the things to point out too if you if you listen to the MSM and especially uh, Fox News tried to play that narrative too that the, that the margin wasn't big oh, the, you know he, he didn't win as big a margin as we thought but then again, they'll turn around and admit that what was it, seventy percent of the votes that she got, yes, was from independents and 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 Democrats that were switching over. So seventy percent of that didn't even come out of the Republican Party. Yeah, that was that was just amazing to me how many Democrats voted for her. Yeah, and independents. I mean, and but a, a wasted vote, a wasted, way total wasted vote. President Trump got seventy percent. Yes. Of Republicans voted for him. Yes, he did. You know, so that right there tells you the margin. Yeah. You know, that's how many people in America what, want President Trump. Seventy percent. That's a lot of America. Well, I, I was kind of curious, too, uh, on that. How many of those that did go on and, and, and participate, independents or moderates or Democrats, how many of them switched over and voted for President Trump? I think it was like 36%. See? Yeah, I think that's the the margin right there. It's yeah. like a 30-something percent. I did see something on that. Right. 
because they're looking at everything, trying to find anything to show President Trump isn't doesn't have the momentum, and he does. He does, yeah. And and that's even what when we were watching the coverage last night, we were watching Charlie Kirk on on his coverage, and and he kept talking about that. Oh, the media is just going to say how small the margin is, and it's actually a victory for Haley. And I'm thinking to myself, no, you know, don't worry about the sm- <laughs> if you think it's a small margin, which you know. You would expect him to win by 20, 22, 23%, 25 points. You know, you would. Well, if but, she didn't, like, but, beg the Democrats to come vote for her. Well, true, and and that's the thing with that. Don't worry about that small margin. I think a bigger statement would be, and I said this even last night, I, and, I, and I tweeted this back to Charlie Kirk about it. I said a bigger statement would be is go on and take her into South Carolina to that primary there and spank her over there. And then tell her, you need to go away. You can't even win your own state. Your own state don't even support you. I know. You know, and he's up by what fifty points in in South Carolina yes, anyway. Anywhere from thirty to fifty, depending on the poll that comes out. And and really, if that's a CNN poll at thirty, that's still a lot. It is, yeah. <laughs> even at thirty. And in South Carolina, um, if she don't win South Carolina. She should just drop out, but she's so she's so into going to, you know. She said she's Tuesday. staying, ain't she? Yeah. She says she's staying. We'll see. All she's doing is taking up money, right? That we need to win in the general election. Oh, and we wanted to mention this before we moved on. Ronna McDaniel came out and endorsed President Trump, so it's over for Nikki Haley. Pretty much, yeah, yeah. yeah. And we're moving on to to Nevada. So their their primary is a caucus. Yes. So it's February seventh yes. or eighth. February it's the eighth. February the eighth. It's the eighth, and the actual primary election is the sixth. So you want a caucus two days after the primary? It doesn't matter. You need to go caucus on February eighth for President Trump in Nevada. That's the important one. That's the important one. Yes. So there we go. Also, now yep. we're going to move on to. The most electrifying man in sports entertainment industry. CNN reports that Dwayne The Rock Johnson is trading in his muscle shirt for business suits. He's joining the board of directors for the TKO Group Holdings, a company consisting of the recently merged WWE and the UFC. And they also announced Tuesday that they're partnering with Netflix, which next year will become the exclusive home of WWE Raw. Wow. Yeah. That's and big right there with Netflix. Yes, Man, it is. Man, that really sucks because I was going to get rid of Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> you can't get rid of wrestling. But man. congratulations to The Rock. And, and this the, the article goes on here to say, Johnson, a former WWE wrestler who has become one of Hollywood's most marketable and well-known stars, is joining the board effective immediately. He also secures full ownership of his stage name, The, the Rock. Rock. As part of the deal, they said in a regulatory filing on Tuesday that it will pay Johnson $30 million in stock awards to promote the brand as part of his new deal. The awards will vest over the course of 2024 and 2025. Johnson also said that his crazy life has come in full circle and that he's very motivated to help continue the globally expanded RTKO, WWE, and UFC businesses 
as the worldwide leaders in sports and entertainment. Oh, but I thought it was cool. He said right here, I've been there. I'm still there. And this is for them. That's right. For those people that showed up every day. You know, and he come he comes from a long, uh, you know, a family of wrestlers. His grandfather, his father. That's where that's where he got the name from. Is uh, the Rock from his from his uh, dad from his dad and his grandpa, former Rocky Johnson. Mm-hmm. The former Rocky Johnson, who was also a champion. Famer. It says on here, Famer, Hall of uh, Famer, Hall of Famer. Yes, he is. Rocky Johnson. He was the first black champion in WWE history, alongside partner Tony Atlas, according to the WWE. That's pretty interesting. I'm very proud of him. I'm br- very proud for him. He's worked really hard to get this. Yeah, and one of the things that he talked about, he he had an interview with Will Kane this morning on Fox News, and, and one of the things that he talked about was his, his successes and his failures. And, man, if you look back at Rocky at, at The Rock, at Dwayne Johnson, and, and, and I did. I followed his career because I was a big WWF fan. I was a big Raw is War fan, man. It was on. And and you begin to see him there. You know, he came into the WWF with, you know, the, the Nation of Domination. And for a while, he had to play the heel. And, you know, honestly, man, even playing the heel, everybody loved him. Even if you really didn't, you know, you weren't on his side, you love to see him come out every night with the Nation of Domination because Rocky Sucks become one of the biggest cheers, and, and man, that went on for a long time. But the crowd loved him, and he fed off of all that. We watched a show about him and his start. Yeah. And they, they talked about how, at first, he was put to be the heel so he could be thrown out. They didn't want him. Right at the time, but he made it. Yeah, into that's what I'm saying. You know, he he, he did it, and and that's what's great is he started from the bottom. <laughs> yeah, you well, know all I mean? of them do. Yeah, all you of know? them do. It was pretty cool. All of them, all of them do, and and you know his success in the WWE was phenomenal, and he rose, and I mean he was a a big star. I mean within three years he was larger than life, you know, and at the time man he was in there with Stone Cold and Triple H, and God, Mankind and Undertaker and Jericho and the Hardy Boys. And, and man, the Attitude Era was just awesome, man. But he talked about that. He talked about his successes and his failures. Get back to what I was originally going to say was he talked about that. And one of the things that he said really cool in there was one of the failures that he had was everything that he thought at the beginning, his goals were NFL because he believed that getting into the NFL would be his ticket to be able to take care of his family and to buy his mom and dad a house and to do these things because the life of a wrestler before the WWE become a big global juggernaut like it is before that point, wrestling was pretty much local, you know, on the local levels. Right. And you, you didn't know, make a lot of money. And you didn't time. make a lot of money. No. And so he, he wanted to get into the NFL and he took his shot at it and injuries, you know, kind of kept him back. I think he went to the CFL for just a little bit and, 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 and a knee injury just kind of kept, kept him from, from becoming what he needed or he wanted to do. He wanted to succeed and that knee injury kept him from that. And he said that in there that, not making it to the NFL turned out to be the best thing that never happened to me. 
He said, and I thought that was a really cool perspective is to look back at the things in your own life and see where you're at today and look back at those failures, not in a negative light, but look at them in a positive light because it brings you to where you are today. And I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. 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 That was very cool. Yep. Yep. Much congratulations to Dwayne Johnson and. Yeah. More. We're going to watch your career like we always And we're wishing you good success. wish you good success. Yeah. Let's move on from some wrestling entertainment to some wrestling that went on in a dentist office and escalated pretty badly. Here's a here's a story that we found this morning, sitting here looking around on the internet, and it's a story about a 42-year-old man in Texas who's going to spend the rest of his life behind bars after he admitted to gunning down two dentists in a fit of rage two years ago in Smith County in Texas. There was an investigation, and it revealed that Smith was a patient at the clinic. He reportedly became angry at clinic staff and retreated to his pickup located in the parking lot. He then returned and entered into the lobby where he was met by clinic personnel, witness said. This is an article from WSAZ number 3 in Texas. Smith had a handgun and ultimately shot the two doctors who were working inside the businesses, according to the sheriff's offices. Yeah, Smith, who's been described as a difficult patient by the victim's colleagues at the Affordable Dentures and Implants, he pleaded guilty to the one count of capital murder of multiple persons on Monday, the same day his jury trial was to begin. District Attorney Jacob Putman said in a statement following the sentencing hearing, he said the victims have waited a long time for this day. The defendant pled to capital murder and he will never be released from prison. We're thankful for the hard work of the Smith County Sheriff's Office and prosecutors Noah Coltman and Zach Gilmore. So he went in and pled guilty. Here's the story behind this. As previously reported by Law and Crime, Smith, on March 16th of 2022, was at the clinic to have some work done on his dentures when things took a grisly turn. One of the nurses told investigators that Smith was not happy with how they were doing the procedure and repeatedly tried to tell the staff what to do. The nurse also noted that Smith had always been a difficult patient. After hearing complaints from the nursing staff, Dr. Burroughs, one of the dentists there, intervened and told Smith that he was no longer going to be a patient of theirs because of the repeated problematic interactions with the staff, police wrote in an affidavit. An angry Smith then attempted to take back his dentures and pushed Dr. Burroughs to the floor, the nurse told police. Wow. Yeah, Smith then exited the practice, went to his truck for a brief moment before turning around and walking very fast back toward the office. Dr. Burroughs and Dr. Sinclair tried to lock the door, but Smith forced his way inside, again knocking Dr. Burroughs to the floor. Dr. Sinclair attempted to grab the 230-pound Smith with a bear hug, from behind and the two struggled briefly until smith drew a handgun and shot both dentists multiple times numerous people were inside the dental office at the time of the shooting the affidavit stated witnesses said smith fired about five shots at the two doctors after shooting both men he pointed the gun at a nurse and demanded she open the door that would give him access to the patient rooms he was fixing to go even crazier i guess Police said that the nurse refused to unlock the door while pleading for her life. Smith then left the business without firing any additional shots. Wow. Wow, he just turned around and left. He probably all of a sudden went, oh, no, what the heck just happened? Oh, yeah, his mind was probably blown at that point. Wow. Yeah. I, I'm but just anyway, so, blown away by this. Yeah. And so he pled guilty 
prosecutors said they wouldn't seek the death penalty since he since he pled guilty, uh, and he's going behind bars for life. This is where he needs to be because it, it, he's already been known as a problem patient. Um, you can tell that he's pretty quick tempered, and he doesn't think rational. I just hate to see that it come that way. Yeah, me too. Me too. These families are. They've been. They said that on here that um, they're very glad to have the closure of this case. Prayers for the family. But then we got one more. We have to talk about what came out this morning. The Kansas City Chief fans. That's where we're going next. What What's happening now is police are looking into the mysterious deaths of three Kansas City Chief fans who went to a home to watch a playoff game against the Los Angeles Chargers and was, never returned home. Yeah, it was actually the last season. It was a season ending it was the Chiefs' last game of the season against the uh, Yeah, San it was Diego on January Chargers. 7th. Yes. You know, and they went to watch a game, a family member said. And um, two days later, the fiancé of one of the men went to the home looking for him. She called the police, who confirmed there was a body on the back porch. That's just nuts to me. Upon further investigation, officers located two other dead bodies in the backyard, the Kansas City Police Department said in a statement. Yeah. The men were identified as Ricky Johnson, 38, Clayton McGehee, 36, and David Harrington, 37. The three men were friends since high school. Stephanie Walling, who is who they're talking to, she's Johnson's niece, Ricky Johnson's niece. She was not familiar with the resident of the home where the men were watching the game until the bodies were found in the backyard on January 9th. And the resident's name um, is Jordan Willis. And they all went to his house to watch a football game on January 7th, and none of them returned home. This is so sad. Yeah. Right here. The story is that, that Willis got up on Monday, you know, worked at home all day, went to sleep that evening, got up the next morning, and that's when they found him. When the fan... Families were frantically searching for their loved ones. Willis was unreachable and claimed he was unaware that his friends were missing. He claims he was asleep with headphones on and a loud fan running, so he didn't hear his friends knocking at his door. His lawyer, John Perserno, says Willis went to bed while the trio were still in his house and knew nothing about their deaths until the police found their bodies during a welfare check on January 9th. The police have not arrested Willis and said it is 100% not currently being treated as a homicide with the autopsy results on the three bodies still pending. Man, the families are furious because, you know, this happened, what, two weeks ago? Yes. And still nothing on the case. You know, but if they've decided that this isn't a homicide and it was, you know, just an accident, you know, what what are they going to do? But... They um, believe that the, there are major inconsistencies in the story. Yeah. You know, nobody believes the stories. Uh, Jennifer Marquez, Harrington's mother, said none of his friends, none of his family, nobody believes it. Everybody is furious. And I have to kind of agree. That's that Three was... men, three outside. Yes. And they all pass away in the same manner. They just stand out there and freeze to death. I don't get that. Why couldn't they leave? 
why couldn't, couldn't they, they walk, call Uber? Well, why couldn't they walk around to the front door and knock on the house? Why why couldn't they leave the backyard? Right. Why couldn't why they? Why couldn't they break a window to get in? Well, why couldn't they walk anywhere to go to a store or next door neighbor or something? Yes. Anything, anything. But here's an interesting thing too, and I seen this just a few minutes ago before we got started here. The New York Post reports this, and this was about an hour ago by Olivia Land of, of the New York Post, a mystery over a fifth friend at the Chiefs gathering where the three were found frozen to death. Whoa. So there was a fifth person there at the party also. This is what the article reads. A fifth friend has come forward claiming he was present at the, at the Kansas City Chiefs watch party that resulted in the three men freezing to death in their friend's backyard and he has revealed new details about the trio's final hour the fifth person who's not been named publicly has joined the group which included the three mr harrington mr johnson and mr mcginney at jordan willis's kansas city rental home on january 7th to watch the game the man told the news outlet that when he left the home willis and his three other friends were still awake he also stressed that he was not the last person to see Harrington, Johnson, and McGinney alive before they froze to death in Willis's yard and went unnoticed for two days. He arrived at their house about 7 p.m. and he said he left around midnight. And his version, his version says that the three men's bodies that were found on the night of January the 9th, which would be Tuesday night after the game, watching the, you know, after watching the game, his lawyer says that. When his client left, the four other men were up watching Jeopardy, indicating that the three victims were still alive in the in the house in the early hours of Monday. Because he, he said he left midnight. Yeah. So they well, were up and watching Jeopardy when he left. At in midnight. Other words. Yeah, at midnight Monday Monday morning, early Monday morning, in the early hours of Monday. So yeah, they were still up and alive. This was after the game. And so his lawyer's version of these events contradicts Mr. Willis's lawyer's statement, which insisted that Willis saw his four friends out at the end of the night and then went to sleep on his couch. So now we've got one guy saying, hey, man, you know. They were still watching Jeopardy. They were Jeopardy all up watching Jeopardy. And I don't see how that really contradicts Mr. Willis's statement that the four friends he seen them out at the end of the night, and he went to sleep on the couch. Well, maybe um, that one left on his own at midnight, and then those followed. But you just don't know. It, that Yeah, it's all, yeah, until no we hear from him. No one says if there was an argument or if there was, you know, something going on besides watching Jeopardy. Did yeah. they fight over a Jeopardy question? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, but it, it seems fishy to me. I'm sorry. I'm sitting. I'm sitting over here thinking, what the heck? Because it seems fishy. The whole thing does. The whole thing seems fishy. Yeah. So we should be uh, keeping an eye on that. Because, that like be I say, cool. he said that he worked from his home all day Monday. You know, and then went to sleep Tuesday night, or went to sleep Monday, Monday night, night, and woke, and up, woke Tuesday up Tuesday morning. Tuesday. Yeah. And then people are knocking on his door like, what is going on? Yeah, where are where's these people? Where are these Welfare people? check policemen. Yeah. So he spent the entire day and never looked out in his backyard and noticed, hey, man, there's three frozen bodies out in my yard. Or hadn't even talked to the people that came over and partied with you. Yeah. Since then. Anyway, there's things to think about. Is this thing working? 
rise up. Well, hey, everybody, that's it for today. Thanks for listening, and I hope you've enjoyed the show. Hope you've learned some things about what's going on around us in the nation and in your communities. You know, we couldn't do this without your continued support either. We appreciate all of you showing up, taking the time to listen to us today. So please, like I say, make sure to hit the like button, share our show with all your friends. We'll see you next time on Is This Thing Working? And as always, I'm James, and that's my lovely co-host over there, Denise. And we'll see you next time. We're out.